Listening to Embrace Your Beautiful Destiny, a show where we will talk about finding beauty in the most unconventional places in our lives. So every week we'll talk about dealing with disappointment or overcoming frustration, dealing with stuff that just gets under your skin and derails you. We'll also have amazing guests on here that will be sharing their stories. So I'm your host, Shanna Strange. Let's dive in. Hey friends, I'm so glad you're here with me. I get so excited about just sharing my heart with you every week and what I feel like the Lord might be saying that week. And um, It's just kind of my gift to the body of Christ. And so I'm always so glad when someone receives the gift, right? And so this week, I've been feeling so strongly that the Lord does not want us to cave in to feelings of anxiety depression, hopelessness, and fear. So I want to talk about how can we escape from that. You know, I spend so much time talking about negative emotions and how to deal with them. Um, I feel like sometimes I'm a poster child for that because I've struggled with it so much. Um, and, and a lot of that is because I am so sensitive to the spirit, uh, to the spirit world and what's going on. And so you may be that way too. And you've always wondered why am I so prone to, to anxiety and fear and hopelessness. And it could just be that you're super sensitive uh, to what's going on. So I want to talk about how can you be a person who is sensitive and you can use that to your advantage spiritually, but not be overwhelmed by what you sense and learn how to hide in the shadow of the Almighty. That's really the heartbeat of what I want to talk about today is living in the shelter of the Most High or living in the shadow of the Most High. Uh, depending on which translation you read Psalms 91 in, you'll see it worded a little bit differently. But I want to first just kind of tell you a little bit of background that um, I think will be helpful in this situation. <clears throat> so for me, I've been having dreams since I was a small child. And I don't mean just like, you know, normal dreams like you're flying or your teeth are falling out or whatever. I would have nightmare dreams. And um, they were so intense that I would wake up crying or, um, and that's not unusual. A lot of kids have nightmares. That's actually a very psychological thing. But mine, I could tell, were very spiritual. Even when I was young, I could tell that they were even demonic. Um, but what I didn't understand is, um, and, and this actually continued throughout, especially my early adult years, I would have nightmares that were so strong. Even, even in my mid-20s, I was having, and in the 30s, I was having these nightmares. And what I always thought they were, and I'm still not 100%, I'm just kind of being honest and transparent with you. I always thought they were, you know, sometimes I think they were warnings from God. Yes, I do believe that. But what I really came to realize is they were the enemy terrorizing me. And and it was the enemy trying to show me what he wanted to do in my life, the plan that he had. And so it was really hard not to get caught up in his story, which is exactly, y'all, what's going on right now in our world. I feel like that dream um, analogy that I just gave you, it's not really an analogy, it really happened to me. Is, is what is going on in our world. If you don't understand, um, if you don't understand how to process the Lord's voice 
in what he's saying right now and, and even process what you're sensing in your spirit. It could be overwhelming to you and you could easily fall into the storyline of the enemy, uh, which is what he's wanting everyone to do. He's wanting everyone to cave into fear, anxiety, hopelessness, depression, anger. There's so much anger right now. Um, people that I never thought would be angry are blasting things on their social media. It's so fueled by principalities and, and people are getting sucked into this thinking that it's righteousness or whatever. And I'm not saying there's not a time for righteous anger, but the Bible also says that the anger of man never brings about uh, the will of God. So we have to be super careful that we're not like being angry and railing and thinking that's going to somehow bring about God's will in the earth. Um, and getting caught up in the story that the enemy is trying to shove down our throats. So just like in my dreams, the enemy was trying to <clears throat> convince me that the worst possible, <clears throat> excuse me, y'all, the worst possible scenario was going to happen. And that's what's going on right now. He's trying to convince everyone that the worst possible scenario that you could imagine is what's going to happen. Now, some horrible things have already happened. And I just listened to a, or what, or actually read a little bit of a dream that a pastor had. And it was very, um, man, it was very powerful. And um, he kept saying, you know, I, I hesitated to release this because I thought I was crazy, you know, or whatever. But he's like, I really felt like it was the voice of the Lord. And I told some people about it last December and the things that God showed me um, that were going to happen in March and June have happened. And then I feel like I saw some things that were going to happen in September and November. Anyway, he goes on to tell tell it. And I was very disturbed by his dream to the point that it was like, okay, you know what? I'm just going to go ahead and gather up all my belongings and just move to my cabin because we have some cabins out in the middle of nowhere and um, just going to move up there and start farming the land and just, you know, start uh, growing vegetables and whatever and just go off the grid. I mean, it was that bad of a dream that. It was so depressing to me, and I was just like, I can't, Lord, I can't live like this. I I can't, I'm not ready for that level, you know what I mean? And I don't believe that the Lord it wants the church to just kind of evaporate and just go into hiding. Um, I think that, I think that time may come at some point where we're going to have to, I wouldn't say go into hiding, but we're not going to be doing, living the way that we're living now, I think. And so anyway... Let's just say that it, it really disturbed me and, and it and it had the same feeling that I would have when I would have these so-called prophetic dreams that I didn't know how to process or I didn't know what God was saying sometimes to me. And um, they were just super uh, scary. I mean, I would dream that um, terrorists would invade the United States and they were holding us all at gunpoint, making us sing songs about um, them bathing in our blood. It was so demonic y'all and all I could think was God is this is this foretelling the futures is prophetic but like I said what I had to realize is no this is what the enemy wants to do he wants to terrorize you he wants to destroy everything he wants you to believe that this is what's going to happen but I allowed him to show you that because you're going to pray and I'm going to show you what I want to do this is the Lord I'm going to show you what I want to do in the earth so we really have to come to a place where we are living in the shelter or the shadow of the Most High. And that's where I want to park a little bit today and talk about this. I want to bring you back to a place, all of us, 
I want to bring us back to a place of living under the shadow of God because that's where our hope, our peace, our life is going to be found. It's going to be found in that place. So let me just read a couple of scriptures in here at the beginning of it. I'm going to read the whole thing, but I'm going to read a little bit and talk about that. So this is Psalms 91, and you know this. And I just want to encourage you to read it in different translations than what you normally have been reading it in. Right now I'm going to read it in the New Living. Um, Those who live in the shelter of the Most High will find rest in the shadow of the Almighty. Man, you could just stop right there. Those who live in the shelter of the Most High will find rest in the shadow of the Almighty. So what do I see immediately jumping out to me when I see this? Is where you live determines your experience. Where you live determines your experience. So if I decide, and this is a choice, y'all, this is a choice, right? What is sitting before you right now is you have a choice to get caught up in the storyline of the enemy and jump on all your social media and, and just get caught up in what everybody's posting, argue with them, fight, watch every news channel you can find and just see how dark and dismal and bleak and hopeless the world is and get caught up in that and get angry with other people and go out and just decide to... Uh, act like a crazy person and you can live like that but guess what you're not going to have rest this scripture is very clear it says when you uh, decide that you want to live in the shelter of the most high you will find rest in the shadow of the almighty so that's the other side of the coin when I decide I'm going to live in the shelter of God I'm going to have rest what does that mean that means I'm not going to have to um deal with all these emotions that are overwhelming me. I'm not going to be angry. I'm not going to be fearful. I'm not going to be nervous. I'm not going to have anxiety. I'm not going to be hopeless about the future and bleak. I'm going to to really enjoy rest, which is really, as we know, if you've read much of, of the New Testament, Old Testament at all, you know that God desires for his people to have rest. God desires for us to live in a place Uh, live in such a way that we are not anxious about the future, that we trust him and that he's carrying us. You know, people make horrible decisions when they are stressed out, when they are um, overwhelmed or angry or depressed. And that doesn't have to be you as a child of God. You can live at this place of rest so that you're able to be led by the spirit of God. So that you can hear him clearly. Do you know we can't hear the Lord as well when we're not in a rested place? When we are um, just overworked or taxed, we have a hard time. Like those filters, those emotional filters get in the way and it's harder for us to hear the Lord. But when we rest, we come in from a place of rest, we actually hear him better. We actually have a knowing, we have an understanding, we can live from a place of peace. And that's important because right now, we need to be a light to the rest of the world. This this is going to be, I believe, the church's greatest hour and the greatest um, harvest of souls is about to come in. So somebody, some Christian, somewhere, we have got to be full of light, full of life. And you're not going to have that if you're not living in the shadow. If you're choosing to live on Facebook, if you're choosing to live on Instagram, if you're choosing to park your tent or whatever, pitch your tent and live, you know, under the shadow of CNN news 
or even Fox News for that matter, or whatever, whatever media outlet, if you're choosing to live there, you're not experiencing rest. You're experiencing turmoil because you're seeing how bad the world is getting. You cannot live there. That is not where the Lord wants you. So here, here's my other observation just right off the bat. I'm going to read this scripture one more time for you. Just those two little verses. Those who live in the shelter of the Most High will find rest in the shadow of the Almighty. Here's something else I noticed. I can't live in two places at once. Either I live in the shelter or I don't live in the shelter. Does that make sense? Either I have rest or I don't have rest. But you can be sure of this. The only place that true rest is found is in the shadow of the Almighty. It's not going to be found anywhere else. And you know, people are looking for rest right now. They're looking for rest in drugs, alcohol, sex, pornography, whatever, you, any kind of addiction you can think of, food, gluttony, whatever. Whatever it is, people are turning to this. And they're, they're trying to find rest for their souls. But the Lord is saying, you can't live in two places at once. I'm the only place that you can find rest. So that stuff is powerful. I want to keep going and I want to keep looking at some more of this scripture. Um, I hope this is really speaking to you today. Um, okay, so let's keep going here. We are in verse 3. This I declare about the Lord. He alone is my refuge, my place of safety. He is my God, and I trust him, for he will rescue you from every trap and protect you from every deadly disease. He will cover you with his feathers. He will shelter you with his wings. His faithful promises are your armor and protection. Do not be afraid of the terrors of the night, nor the arrow that flies in the day. Do not dread the disease that stalks in darkness, nor the disaster that strikes at midday. So I want to just back up a little bit here, because he lists about four things that the Lord is for him. First of all, he says, uh, "For uh, he alone is my refuge. He alone is my refuge. So he makes a real singular statement about God's ability to be his refuge. And I just want to point that out to us and remind us all that right now in these trying times, in these most awful, what seem like um, this is the end of the world, y'all. That's what it feels like, right? That, you know, only the Lord can be our refuge. We can't even, we can help each other. We can, you know, we can encourage one another. But no one has the all the answers. He alone is our refuge. There are people right now who are um, releasing prophetic words, um, releasing prophetic dreams. I was just talking with someone on Facebook or we were chatting back and forth in Messenger about this, about these dreams that are ha- people are having that are prophetic in nature. And, and what they are is exactly what I was saying earlier that I was having, that I was seeing the plans of the enemy, but I wasn't, the, the revelation of what God was doing was not being given to me in those dreams. And so what I was doing was basing, um, you know, my interpretation on what the enemy was saying was going to happen. And that's a lot of what's going on right now. There's a lot of fear. There's a lot of fear going on right now because everyone is, is like, oh, mm-hmm. this is what's happening. And it's, it's the lies of the enemy. Is it the end of the world? It, it's obviously 
probably getting pretty close. Yeah, we're probably in the birth pain still. Um, but what is God doing? What is God doing? Is We need to get our eyes on what he's doing and not so caught up in what, this, what the devil is doing. And that's what you do when you hide yourself in the shadow. So David says here, I guess this is David. I forgot to even really look. I think it is that he alone is my refuge, my place of safety. So he's a refuge for David, a place where he can hide. He will rescue me. So he's a rescuer. He will rescue me from every trap and protect me from every deadly disease. He will cover you with his feathers. So he will shelter you with his wings. So he's also a protection for us. And yeah, so I thought I had four of them. He's a refuge. He's a rescuer. He's a protection. Yeah, so these are the things that he does for us when we hide ourselves in him. Okay, and, and we need this right now. We need, we need a place to hide, right? This is your hiding place. This is where God wants you to go. And, and when we do that, we don't have to be afraid of the terrors of the night or the arrow that flies in the day. We don't have to dread the disease. The disease that stalks in darkness. Wow, look how he words this. It stalks in the darkness. Exactly what COVID-19 does. Nor the disaster that strikes at midday. That just seems so economic. Nor the disaster that strikes at midday. That just feels like what we're going through economically right now. Though a thousand fall at your side, and though ten thousand are dying around you, these evils will not touch you. Just open your eyes and see how the wicked are punished. If you make the Lord your refuge. If you make the Most High your shelter. No evil will conquer you. No plague will come near your home. For he will order his angels to protect you wherever you go. They will hold you up with their hands so you won't even hurt your foot on a stone. You will trample upon lions and cobras. You will crush fierce lions and serpents under your feet. The Lord says, I will rescue those who love me. I will protect those who trust in my name rescue and protect when they call on me I will answer I will be with them in trouble I will rescue and honor them I will reward them with a long life and give them my salvation this is just so beautiful to me and this is one of those psalms that I, I just find myself always drawn to when I feel overwhelmed or anxious which would be like if you're living in this moment, would be like almost every day you have to, you know, you have the temptation before you to just, just go, you know what, I'm just, I can't take this. I'm overwhelmed. I'm anxious. I don't know what to do. And this is where God wants us to live, guys. And this is, um, this is his gift to us. But you got to make that choice. So here, here's my final point to you. And I kind of said this a minute ago, but I just want to underscore it again. Focus on what God is doing, not the enemy or not the world. So if you've been a person who has spent hours a day on social media, uh, whether that be Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, whatever, um, YouTube, 
or maybe you have spent hours a day watching news, I'm going to challenge you to stop doing that. To just stop it. Like if you are um, extremely anxious right now, you feel hopeless, or, or if you feel angry. I'm just because I think there's a lot of people right now who are so angry, and they are just ready to snap, man. They're just ready to snap. They're seeing all the the rioting and the looting, and they're like, I dare somebody to come on my property, you know? <laughs> um, I understand that. I totally do. And yes, you you have a right in America to defend yourself, protect yourself, but I'm telling you, there's a better way. And I'm not saying don't be prepared, but I am saying that God doesn't want you living in such a way that you're always anxious and nervous and depressed and angry. He wants you in a place of rest with him so that he can lead you and guide you. Like I told you before, this is so true. It is so much easier for you to hear the Lord when you are not already hyped up on some emotional high. Okay, when you're at a place of rest, we hear the Lord so much better. And so it's and, and it's so crucial right now, I think, um, that we not let our emotions be God, be our God right now. That we not say that this anger is justified. I have the right to to do whatever to people because, you know, this anger is justified or I can say whatever I want to say and just, just dehumanize each other and say whatever we want to do. Remember, we're not each other's enemy. Satan is our enemy. Is he working through people? Absolutely. We know he is. But even then, we're not fighting. We're not wrestling with flesh and blood. So it's so important that we come to a place of rest in the Lord that when we do encounter people who are incited with fear or anger, Whatever, whatever they're incited with, we're able to, to, to diffuse that because we're at a place of rest. And this is, I, I believe that this is the word of the Lord, um, especially, you know, right now in this moment. This is what I know I feel like he's saying to me because I'm prone to get all caught up in the emotional hype of what's going on. And, and uh, the more that I watch the news, the more nervous, anxious I get, the more scared I am about even getting out or going anywhere or doing I mean it's it's overwhelming this is the storyline of the enemy is there danger yes but look what we just read that the Lord sends his protection to those who love him and fear him we we know that that's what he does we don't have to be afraid we don't have to walk around wondering you know or just living in a cave because we're so afraid of what's happening um Gosh, I hope that this is bringing release and relief to some of you that have been scared and have been um, hiding or considering going into hiding. I'm talking to myself here. He alone is my refuge, my place of safety. He is my God and I trust him. So we got to trust him. We got to just lean into him in these most difficult times that that the whole world is encountering. and um. I just want to encourage you not to believe everything that you hear. You know, even even from well-intentioned Christians, not to um, 
jump on board with whatever they're saying just because it's hyped up emotionally or, or it feels powerful. You know, filter everything from this place of rest in the Lord, from this place of um, hearing the Lord. Jesus said that we we can do nothing apart from Him, that we must be connected to the vine. And I think that's just another way of saying what this scripture is saying, that, you know, that connection to God is, is everything. Because apart from Him, we're just, let's just be honest, we're kind of stupid. We're prone to give in to whatever emotion that we might feel is justified in that moment and we're prone to believe our, mo our emotions are always true they're not always true and and you can't you can't believe whatever story is being told to you you have to know and this is really important you know what is God saying right now in this moment besides us hiding him ourselves in him what I believe he's saying is I'm creating a new heaven and a new earth like, this is part of my plan. I'm bringing redemption to this earth. I am completing my plan that I that I created and put into existence, you know, billions of years ago. We don't even know. I mean, it's timeless, right? What's his story? His story is that he wants to bring salvation to the earth. His story is that, yes, things are hard right now and but I'm shaking the earth. I'm shaking people. I'm shaking institutions. I'm shaking governments. I'm shaking businesses. I'm shaking families. Everything that can be shaken is going to be shaken in this season of time. And I don't know, you know, shaking is a scary feeling, right? If you feel insecure, mm -hmm. but he's shaking everything. And we've got to be patient enough and we've got to be looking to him and hiding in his shadow because when we hide in his shadow, I believe he tells us his plans. People who listen for the Lord's voice and not just constantly listen to what the enemy is saying, they're the ones that God speaks to. God says, I don't do anything unless I tell my prophets. Right? So, but what are the prophets listening to? Are they listening to the voice of God? Or are they listening to the voice of fear and, and Satan's plan and what he's trying to do? The doom and gloom. Yes. Is there some doom and gloom coming? Yes. But what is... The Lord doing, and that's the whole premise of what I'm trying to say today. What is the Lord doing? Because that's what we need to have our eyes on. So I just want to encourage you today to steep yourself in Bible study, to steep yourself in prayer, to get even more connected than you have before in the local church, to find a prayer rooms. And I've talked about the one that my friends and I started in Glade Water, which I have not been as involved because I've been traveling a lot. Um, throne room house, throne room house of prayer in Gladewater. You can look that up and get involved there. They have all kinds of sets you can go to prayer sets. Um, get involved with prayer groups and just steep yourself in even more time with God than you've. Even if you're working, just keeping your mind focused on God and bringing yourself back to Him and His truths and what He's saying. Um, that's where we got to live, y'all. That, that's where we have to live or we're going to get caught up in the storyline of the enemy. And I hope that this message encourages you today to hide yourself in the shelter of the Most High, in the shadow of the Almighty. Thanks for listening, and I will see you guys, see you guys, or actually talk to you guys next week. Thanks. Hey, friends. Thanks for joining me on this episode. I hope that you enjoyed it. 
Here are some ways that you can connect with me. You can go to Facebook and look up Shanna Strange Ministries. You can go to shannastrange.net to my website, or you can go to Instagram. It's Shanna underscore strange. I'll see you next week. Hey friends, thank you for showing up for today's episode. I wanted to take a second and tell you about my book, Providence, Embrace Your Beautiful Destiny. So when God gives you a dream, it doesn't come with a manual, does it? At first, excitement and longing for that dream can drive you. But if you don't understand God's process of preparing you for the dream, you can travel a disappointing, discouraging, and confusing path. And then here's the thing, dreams inspired by God require intense seasons of refinement, perseverance, and character development. Whatever you must endure to reach His dream for you is outweighed by the glory of being changed by God in the most uncommon ways. So I'd love for you to have this book in your hands. There's a couple of different ways you can get it. You can go to my website, shannastrange.net, or you can go to Amazon and just look up Providence, Embrace Your Beautiful Destiny, and you'll find it. It's in digital form, or you can order the hard copy. Thanks, and I'll see you next week.